Welcome to the business of being healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I'm obsessed with showing high achievers how to level up their performance without sacrifice. Together, through real-life experience and guest expert knowledge, we push aside the BS to take massive intentional action. By tuning in twice a week, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for, filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health you deserve while you are building your empire. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the now officially launched Business of Being Healthy show. Uh, today is January 10th when I'm recording this, and this is launch day. So it has been super exciting just being able to connect with everyone on social media, seeing the love, seeing the reviews, you know you love that, um, because one, it helps you rank, but the real reason to rank is that we can reach more people. So honestly, um, if you are listening and you are one of the ones that has taken the moment to review, leave a review, of course, you know, I'm looking for the five stars. Um, but I just got to tell you, like, thank you, because your time is valuable. And I don't want to ever make that feel like I don't value it. So I really appreciate that. And with all the excitement going on this week, um, leading up to this week, and really, I mean, this is the 10th day of January, New Year, everybody is thinking about all the exciting stuff that they have going on this year. I know I am, um, not just only with the podcast launch, but everything else that will be coming um, for my community this year, super excited. And it's one of those things like when I've looked on social media and everybody around is kind of thinking, all right, it's the new year. Let's set those new resolutions and let's like off to the races. Let's go. Let's go. I'm going to do all this amazing stuff. And while I absolutely love that, I, I freaking love it. There is so much strategy that needs to go behind it. Not in a like, a, oh my God, this is so hard, but if we want to get stuff done, there has to be strategy behind it. In your business, you wouldn't just be like, okay, yep, here's our revenue goal for the year and good luck. You're going to have strategy behind it, who you're going to bring on, what tools, methods, um, teams that you will need to be able to get it done. That method is the exact same tool or tactic you will use when you're creating the way in which you're going to achieve your personal goals. Now we have our professional goals, right? What are we going to do in our business, our career? But we also have our personal goals. Now it's human nature to focus our attention when we're setting new goals on what we didn't accomplish in the previous year, which these are things that, you know, maybe have hit our New Year's resolutions that may be going on one or two years. Now, I know this because I've been there myself. And these are re- resolutions are created with the best intention. Yet there is another very important strategy that must be implemented in order to create the desired change. And that is a habits audit. Now, if you want different results, you have to use different methods than you've tried before. I'm sure you've heard this before, where if you keep doing the same thing, but expecting different results, it's the definition of insanity. And quite honestly, 
for those of you that are listening to this, I know that you are focused in high achievers. We don't have time for that. We have time for results and we're willing to do the work to get there. Now, let me stop you before you think you have to create all these new habits, right? When it comes to a habit audit, while creating new performance and productive driven habits is obviously extremely important. And I'm actually going to save that for another episode because we could really deep dive into that. Today, I just want to share with you a different approach to your habits audit so that you can discover which habits you can eliminate to also produce the desired result. The habits that we eliminate can almost have as much power, if not more, than the habits we think we need to add. Sometimes it's success by elimination. Now, let me share with you a few personal examples as well as a few examples from the women I've coached over the years first, and then I want to provide you with actionable steps for you to be able to conduct your own habit audit with your New Year's resolutions and goals. So let's dive into a couple examples. Um, I'm going to start with number one being that hitting the snooze button. Okay, I'm here behind the scenes, literally raising my hand right now. And let me guess, you've probably been there too. You know, you get to this point where you've hit snooze so many times to where now you're running behind, right? And now if this happens every once in a while, like, okay, you know what? Stayed up too late last night working on a project or watching Netflix or handling, you know, a sick child. That can absolutely happen. But when it becomes an everyday thing, that's where we can see that habit and eliminating it could produce such greater results in everything that we're doing. Number two, as far as examples, is words that we use to describe ourselves. Now, this is something um, that I work with with a lot of my clients because the words that we use are we use to describe ourselves or talk to ourselves, right, in our thoughts can have such power on our feelings, on our mental capacity, and our ability to achieve and perform throughout the day. Now, typically there's a few spots where this happens that you may not even recognize. One being in your closet and two, a reflection, right? It could be the mirror. It could be a window. It could be your computer screen. That reflection where you see yourself and you're not happy with where you are, you might call yourself, you know, a poor name or say something derogatory or mean to yourself. One of my clients, and I love her dearly, I know that she's uh, probably going to listen to this and hear, of course, I'm not going to use names, but she would go into the closet and immediately like see like, okay, well, now I can only wear the dress. Like these are all I can wear because this is all I can fit in. And I hate myself and she call herself a fat ass. Now, saying that again and again can absolutely pull you back from where you want to go. And so that is something that we need to get a hold of, of where our mindset is and the words that we use to describe ourselves that can absolutely, that habit of going into your closet and seeing your clothes, your choices that you have, and then saying something about yourself to yourself can absolutely uh, pull you down. Now, number three is my favorite excuse I hear all the time. I'm too busy, right? And so listen, 
I know that if you're listening to this, you're like me, you're multitasking, you're doing multiple things. And I don't doubt for one minute that you are incredibly busy. However, is that an excuse? Is it like a story or is it a truth? Now, oftentimes we use that as an excuse so that we don't have to do something else that we, that seems hard or that we don't want to do it. Oh, I'm too busy to work on my health right now. I'm too busy to handle that project. I'm going to do this easier project at work right now. The, the fact of the matter is, is that when you actually dive down into what is making you feel too busy, you can absolutely find opportunities where you can leverage more time, more efficiency. If you've been following me on social media, you could see I talk a lot about outsourcing, you know, being able to create space so that you could focus on the most important things, whether it's in your business and or you because you are your most important asset. A good way to always think about that one is this a story or is this a truth? Asking yourself that question, a lot of times these are stories that we continually tell ourselves that hold us back. Now, number four, this is my fourth example. And this one is one of my favorites that I really had to implement this last year. And it was hard. I'm not going to tell you it was easy. It was hard. But holy cow, the dividends that it has produced have been fantastic. And that's going to bed before our tasks for the day were done. So I don't mean just like shutting the doors at five o'clock or, you know, coming home, everyone's fed. It's the little things at night. Like, do you have some non-negotiables that you did not get done in the day that now you're going to bed? This causes kind of two issues in the sense that those non-negotiables will absolutely pull at your subconscious and they are pulling against the word that you had with yourself that these were non-negotiables. So that's number one. And number two, it's these little things that we can accomplish at night before we go to bed, lets us sleep so much better so that we can become refreshed and energized for the next day. So I wanted to just leave you guys just a few examples, right? Of just obviously personal examples I share, but women I've coached as well. When it comes to habits that we have that we maybe need to eliminate, and we can do this through the process of a habit audit. And again, I can't tell you guys how important it is. Like I love goal setting. Who, which, which high achiever doesn't freaking love goal setting? It's, it's like what we thrive on. And then we got to achieve the goals and we want the goals to be stretched. But at the end of the day, those goals. And, and making them as specific as possible are, is so powerful, but we need to understand what habits we have and possess currently that we need to keep doing and what habits we need to eliminate that will also help us achieve that goal. That's where this habit audit comes into play. Now I want to leave you guys with the four steps to complete your own habit audit in relation to your New Year's resolutions and goals. And again, Sometimes process by elimination is even more powerful than process of addition. So number one, we want to clearly define your resolutions or desired outcomes and where you want to get different results. Now, if this is a resolution that was on your 21 to 22 year, and now here it is coming into 23, we absolutely need to get crystal clear on what that's going to look like. So for example, If you wanted to lose weight or get healthy, we hear that a lot, right? Lose weight, get healthy. Well, how much weight? 
by when, what methods, who can help me, who has done this before with success that I can learn from. Now, that gets in a little bit deeper. Once we get clear, then we can start reverse engineering on how we're going to get there. Once you have that goal and you've kind of revisited your goals and or resolutions, I want you to pick just one to start with. I know you're like, what the heck, Shelly? No way. Yes, I, I'm not crazy. I want you to start with one and then we will build upon that because if you go all in changing all everything, I know from personal experience and the women I coach, it will not create sustainable results. And that's what we want. If we're going to do anything, we want to do it with an intention and purpose. Let's start with one. Let's get really good at it. And then we move on. And so for the purpose of the podcast, I'm going to use the example. I'm going to, I'm going to go with the health side of things. You can absolutely apply this to the business side as well, but. I'm going to go with the example of eating a nutritious breakfast Monday through Friday before work. Moving on to number two, I want you to reflect and journal on what you have done previously to try and reach this desired outcome. What's worked? What's created a roadblock to your accomplishment of this goal? A good way to think about this is what are some feelings that you've had around this? So you've remembered in last year, 2022, you were able to eat occasionally before work. But on those days, you did recognize how much more energetic you were. You remembered what clear focus you had as well, being able to accomplish more at work. And so your goal is to want to be able to replicate that feeling five days a week. That is your first one. Then you want to understand the challenges that maybe kept you from doing it consistently, being able to eat breakfast consistently throughout the week. Maybe it was you were on too restricted of, of a diet and it made it hard because you forgot to go to the store and then you didn't were out of an ingredient and there was no swaps that you knew of. Maybe you didn't plan enough time in the morning to make breakfast. Maybe it was trying some beautiful like Pinterest breakfast that looked amazing. And then you were like, what the heck? I do not have 10 minutes to make my breakfast when I am running out the door. So you want to think back. Like I said, reflect and journal. Make sure that you understand the feelings that are associated with reaching the goal. And then also what held you back? What were you doing in your morning or your day that made it more challenging for you to achieve that goal. Now moving on to number three, we're going to reverse engineer to see where the hangup occurred. More often than not, I'm going to tell you guys, and you probably know this, but more often than not, you know where it is. And the fact is, is that you just really don't want to acknowledge it yet. It's hard. It kind of sucks. You're calling yourself out, but you know what it is. That is a key indicator of a habit that you most likely need to eliminate. Going back to my example, you hit snooze three times every morning before getting out of bed to go get your day started. And because you're hitting snooze, ultimately it gets to the point where you are literally running out of the house. And so you are out of time. 
perhaps another part of that equation is why you're not able to have that nutritious breakfast every morning is that there is, it's too hard of a decision. And so that you need to make sure that it's something easy to have on hand that you can grab and go every single day. Again, both of those are centered around time and time management. So we need to understand what, what habits you are doing that we need to maybe eliminate. Again, I'm going to jump back on that hitting snooze with the alarm clock. Yet you recognize the times that you were able to have that nutritious breakfast. You maybe set it out the night before. You created something easy so it was a grab and go and something you could enjoy in the car before you get into work. So we're seeing both sides of the equation when it comes to habits, as far as that's what we're doing with the audit. We want to know what helped us, but we want to know what's holding us or preventing us from reaching the goal as well. So that brings me to number four, and that's where I want you to list out the one-to-do habits that help you reach that goal and the one-to-do habits that's going to need to be eliminated because it's pulling you away from that goal. I can't reiterate this enough. But habit subtraction is as important and can be more effective than habit addition. And this tool of creating your habit audit for 2023 is a powerful tool to help get you from no longer placing those resolutions on every year after year after year. This is the end. This is why you are going to accomplish your goals this year and have new resolutions to add every single year. So just to refresh those four steps for your habit audit, make sure you clearly define your resolutions and desired outcomes. Then you want to reflect and journal on what you have done previously to try and reach those desired outcomes, listing out what worked and maybe what created those roadblocks to accomplish it. Then you want to reverse engineer to understand what is holding you back from being able to reach those goals. Lastly, you want to take what habits helped you from the audit and then what habits you need to eliminate that are pulling you from. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts or maybe your findings when you conduct your own habit audit for achieving your goals in 2023. Also, please feel free to let me know of any topics that you would like me to dive in more. I absolutely encourage you to follow me on social media. You can see what I uh, share about, but I love creating the correlation, helping demonstrate the correlation and collaboration between business and health and your performance in all areas of life. So if there is a topic you want me to dive in on or an expert guest you would like me to have on the show... I am all about it because I am here doing this for you. Can't wait to see you on next week's episodes.